great morning, everybody. Welcome to the Monday Mentorship Call for March 28, 2016. This is Tom Miller, uh, founder of Leaders Building Leaders, an organization built to be the mission or to be the difference maker. I'm sorry, in the leadership uh, development of individuals and organizations. We love partnering with schools who want to make a difference and learn to lead people who want to make a difference in the lives of other people to make a difference. So what an exciting day. It's March 28th, beautiful sunshine. Hopefully you had an incredible holiday with your family. You were present uh, in conversation, and and uh, you just had um, just a great time, and you long-lasting memories. I can tell you we did our organization. We went to a hockey game, uh, so we took our families and, and friends um, to the Carolina Hurricanes versus New Jersey Devils, and, and what an incredible um, day it was. Just a lot of fun uh, for everybody. This is Bud. Um, hey, Bud, how are you? I'm good. All right. Just, just uh, shooting through here, Bud. We were, uh, I'm uh, talking. I got you on mute now. We were talking about um, our our Easter yesterday. Uh, we were able to take take uh, our team, our uh, families, to the uh, hockey game, and and uh, my daughter uh, Devin and Jeff's son uh, Giles. Uh, we're both on the big jumbotron um, at the hockey game, and 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 actually they both got a T-shirt, uh, which was really exciting. So just a great day, big giant Sundays of ice cream, and and uh, they just had a great experience. So always, always a fun opportunity when 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 you can you can uh, build those long-lasting memories in the lives of of the ones that you love the most. So with that, uh, this is this is it's amazing. We're already almost to April, almost to April, and 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 very very important part of the of the year uh, for school leaders because uh, you need to be thinking about um, your your top 20%. I know we've talked about how do you build capacity in your school and how do you build capacity in in the individuals. Uh, who are going to truly help you lead because great leaders, it's not of how far they advance themselves, it's how far they advance the people around them. So extremely, extremely important uh, to be thinking about who is your top 20% because you want to be pouring 80% of your time into those 20%. I'm going to repeat that because it's really important. You, as a leader, need to schedule your time 80% of your time should be put in your top 20% of your team. Okay, so whatever that might be at your school. So maybe it's grade level leaders, okay, administrative leaders, curriculum instruction specialists, okay, individuals who, who really make your organization move forward. So 80% of your time should be spent with 20%, your, your top 20% of your people. So you need to understand who they are. Okay, who who are those top 20%? How do you identify them? How do you identify your top 20%? They're not just great content people. You identify your top 20% by observing people, right? You observe the way they communicate with others, the way they connect with others, the way they execute their tasks, okay? The pride and the passion that they have on a daily basis. So please don't make me don't don't, you know, you know, you know, take this the wrong way, but uh, some of those people are maybe not on your quote unquote leadership team right they're 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 not the people with the titles and big desks, but they are the individuals they are the variable that make your organization move from a to z right from point a to point
point B to whatever your vision is. And it's so important for you to have that vision, to have to have the picture. Right? You've got you've got to have that picture in your mind. You've got to understand where the organization needs to go, okay, and how and, and how to get there. And and that how is built by those people, by those variables. It's the leader's job to build the people who are going to build the organization. That is your top twenty percent. So I'm going to talk about today the law of explosive growth. Okay, this is John Maxwell's law of explosive growth from his twenty one laws. And and in learning the law of explosive growth, you need to add growth, right? So to add growth, all right, you just lead lead a bunch of followers, right? To add growth you you know, you lead followers and and, 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 and you give them opportunities and they just follow you wherever you go, right? But to multiply growth, you need to lead leaders, right? You need to build leaders in your organization. So to add growth, lead followers, but to multiply growth, lead leaders. And 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 how you live the law of explosive growth, okay? Because it's 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 not it's not that organizations lag behind, okay? Uh, because this 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 can cause tension between where the group is and where you want them to be. So for an example, for an example, if you are running ahead of your team and you're not going back to bring them with you that causes tension okay you can't move faster than your team is prepared to go i have i have violated this law many times many 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 times and i'm in a in a situation with an organization now where i have to be very cognizant of 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 leaving people behind Okay, I can't leave my top 20% behind. I need to make sure that I'm not moving way ahead of them, right? So, so it's it's really important to remember that statement. Organization, it's not always that the organization lags lags behind, right? Because that causes that causes the tension, right? So don't allow that don't allow that tension to be created by by individuals who have not been developed, right? Nobody's added growth to them. Now, you can't just leave them behind. You have to give them opportunities. So so if you develop yourself, if you develop yourself, you can experience personal successes. Remember we've talked about you can't lead anybody until you lead you lead yourself. If you develop a team, your organization can experience that growth. Right? We've talked about how to how to build teams, right? How to build capacity. 17 Laws of Teamwork is a great book for that. All right. If you develop leaders, okay, your organization can experience explosive growth. All right. So your focus needs to be not just developing a team, but developing leaders. Not leaders by name, not leaders by title. Developing leaders by pouring into them, pouring your experiences into them, you know, mentoring them. Spending additional time with them, finding out you know who they are, where they want to go, giving them opportunities to 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 make important decisions, right? Sending them to to powerful um, uh, professional development experiences, right? And then holding them, you know, when they come back, really, really growing them, having them teach, right? Having them experience because 
because, you know, what I teach other people, I, I master myself. Too many times we send people to professional development experiences and, and, and have very low expectations of what they bring back to us. So let me go back through that again. If you develop yourself, you can experience personal successes. If you develop a team, your organization can experience growth. But if you develop leaders, the organization can experience explosive growth. All right. So being a leader is one thing, but becoming a leader who develops other leaders is a completely different mindset. So I want you to think through that. How are you developing leaders in your organization? What does that look like? What does that feel like? Have you experienced that? So leaders who attract a, a follower need to be needed, right? So, so uh, you know, every leader needs followers. That's what they all have in common, right? But leaders who only attract followers are ones who need to be needed. I've talked about that A-level leaders hire A-level people. B-level leaders hire C-level people, right? They just need to attract followers. They just need, you know, people to come, come you know, with them. But leaders who develop leaders want to be succeeded. Right? They understand that they're just one person in your organization. Right? That they need they need droves of leaders to really be able the organization move forward. So leaders who attract followers need to be needed. Leaders who develop leaders want to be succeeded. Because they understand that it's not about them. They're moving from me to we. Alright? Let's go to number seven. Leaders who attract followers attract the bottom 20%, right? Those would be the ones that, you know, they spend the majority of the time with their bottom 20% of their staff, and their bottom 20% of you know, staff is always being helpful and, and stopping by to see how they can help them. And you're just going to say, yeah, yeah, I, I just want you to teach your class, right? I want, you, <laughs> I want you to get better. I want you to make sure your students are are safe and they're mastering the curriculum. I want to make sure that your lesson plans are tight and on time and they're relevant and they align to the standards. Like don't don't come here and ask me if I can help you. I know you're being nice, but that's that's what followers do. Leaders who develop leaders develop the top 20%. They focus on their best people and they identify their best people by observing them, observing their actions, observing their behaviors. They know where they want to go how they grow, what their long-term goals are. Right, let's get back in here. Leaders who attract only followers focus on weaknesses. Leaders who attract followers focus on weaknesses. But leaders who develop leaders focus on strengths. Right, they identify what your strengths are. Right, that's an asset-based mindset, not a deficit-based, asset-based mindset. Leaders who attract followers treat everyone the same. Leaders who develop leaders create, treat individuals differently. Each one is a critical member of the organization. Okay, we don't lead by policies and memos and emails. We lead by doing what's best for people. Leaders who attract Followers spend time with others. Leaders who develop leaders invest with the right people. 
and extend their time investing with the right people. Leaders who attract followers grow by addition. Right? So one person at a time. One person at a time. But leaders who develop leaders grow by multiplication, right? Because you're growing those, you're growing that capacity, it's multiplying, and you're teaching, you're teaching your top twenty percent how to how to build their twenty percent. And so on. You're multiplying. Leaders who attract followers only impact the people that they specifically touch or have contact with. But leaders who develop leaders impact people beyond their reach. I mean, think about, you know, I was listening on my car ride out here to Charlotte. I was listening to uh, John uh, Maxwell, uh, you know, talk about multiplying growth. And he had said, you know, he said, if you would have asked me 30 years ago, 40 years ago, what, what my life, you know, statement would have been, I want to be a great pastor. And then he realized, well, to be a great pastor, I've got to be a really great speaker. And 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 then he said, well, the only people who are going to be touched by by my 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 influence are the ones who come to my speaking events or you know listen to my tapes. So that's when he really moved it to the next level. Said, I need to be a great writer so I can impact millions, right? Twenty-six million copies of books he sold. So it's really important. Leaders who develop leaders impact people beyond their reach, right? So when you see your top 20% starting to build the capacity of other people in the other 20% categories, right, utilizing tools or resources or something that you may have shown them, right, or, or, or if they're maybe re repeating one of your catchphrases or whatever that may be, right? If you influence people to, to be more and do more, you are a leader, right? You are a leader. So, so this is the hard part, right? So this is the challenging part of of the law of explosive growth. Is is why doesn't everybody, everyone develop leaders? Well, number one, leaders are hard to find, right? Great, great leaders, uh, they're, they're they're you know usually leading somewhere else, right? So it's important to to have opportunities to partner up, right? Maybe you find other organizations that have you know leadership that you can partner with to to add to add value to your organization. Because leaders are hard to gather. Right? They're usually, uh, you know, like I said, they're at the top of the pack. They're running. They've got great visions, and they're and they're moving forward. And leaders are definitely hard to keep, and that's important because because when you have understanding of that mentality, you know, there's always that great quote about uh, the you know the 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 once the once in place president or the CEO of an organization, you know, has a conversation with their human resources and says, uh, hey, uh, next year's budget is a little tight. Let's uh, let's cut the um, pro professional development aspect out of our budget, uh, you know, because you know honestly, if you know we're just going to lose these people, um, you know, anyway, uh, because they're all you know leaders and they're going to start their own organizations or someone someone else is going to grab them, and then the human resources person says, well, if we only do that, then that means the only people that we have left are the unskilled and the untrained. Right? So it's always always important. Uh, to to have that concept, that understanding of of your your mindset is to grow everybody. You hired them, you're responsible to equip them, right? And you equip them by starting with your top 20% and let it trickle down and multiply. Because there's influence influence within all those areas, all those aspects. 
so there's a couple parts that you have to remember as you're as you're trying to 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 live as you're living the law of explosive growth is that the more that you grow your organization, the heavier that the load's going to become on you. All right. So think about that. The more we grow organization, the heavier your load becomes, and that's why it's important to learn how to empower, delegate, and build capacity. If you are finding right now, reflecting that you don't spend enough time with your key people, you have to change that. I know in my organization there's only a couple of us, and I definitely don't spend enough time with my with my key with my key leaders. And we've got to we've got to build that time in. We've got to build that teaching time in to have an understanding of 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 where they're going, where they're struggling, where where you know we can mentor and ask those questions. So it's really important that that, that you that you establish that time. On a weekly basis, you got to have that check-in. And then, you know, some you know some folks might think, well, I got several good people on my team, but I'm just not sure that they can lead others. Well, that goes back to your observation, right? It goes back to your time. You're watching your people. You're present. You're you're watching them connect. You're watching them communicate. You're watching them help other people build, you know, build capacity, stay off of their own agenda, and they also have that that need to we attitude. And so there's there's three there's three aspects of when you're of when you really find yourself going through the law of explosive growth, all right? You need to have an understanding that one, the more I grow my organization, the heavier the load's going to be on me. So I need to I need to grow the people who can do that. And that's a problem if you don't spend enough time with your key people. And part three is is if you if you've got good people but you haven't you're not really sure whether they can lead others then you're not then you're not spending enough time with them. Okay, you're not spending enough time with them, giving them giving them opportunities to be successful. And what this all leads to, right? But what this all leads to, I mean, the whole purpose of 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 leadership is growing other people, right? So because your legacy is not going to be um, uh, you know found in a statue. Right, or a monument, or 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 a stadium, or a room named after you, or a hall at a university. Your legacy is going to be built, or you know, based upon the the you know the folks that you've touched. Right, the folks that you've touched. So you need to so you so the four four disciplines to develop your leadership legacy is 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 to know the legacy you want to leave. How do you want people to remember you? And when you know that sentence, live the legacy you want to leave. Right? You don't need to wait to build your legacy, you know, to see your legacy after you die. Do it now. Right? You choose the individuals who would carry on your legacy. Right? That's that top 20% of people that you invest the most time in. And make sure that you're always passing the baton. Always passing the baton. It's not about you. It's about how far you can help someone else get. Never have this mentality. Again, going back to all of explosive growth and really, really thinking about legacy. If I train someone to do what I do, I might work myself out of a job. Good. That is your responsibility. <laughs> your job your job is to ensure that other people can leave you if you get hit by a bus. I always ask uh, charter school boards, uh, could your school leader pass the bus test? Could your organization pass the bus test? And that's if, if, and not not if you've got the right person riding the bus, but if the but if the bus drives over your uh, school leader, uh, will your organization be able to continue to uh, thrive?
and and you know part two, uh, you know if you're on this call in and you're listening and you're you know maybe not the head of school but you're a leader as another part, if 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 you feel that you always get overlooked for promotions because they say that 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 there isn't anyone who can do what you do, and you're stuck there, then you're not doing your job. That is your job is to find someone who you know that's that's the next level of twenty percent, right? Someone has built you up to get to where you're at. You need to build up the people underneath of you so they can be successful moving forward. Therefore, then you have another stepping stone. You should always, always be growing the people underneath of you, right? Raising everybody, raising the entire organization. All right, so just a few quick points going back, quick reminders about the law of explosive growth before we open up the queue. Remember, if you develop yourself, you can experience personal success. If you develop a team, your organization can get growth. But if you develop leaders, your organization can experience explosive growth. And being a leader is one thing, but becoming a leader who develops other leaders is a different mindset. And every day, you need to ask yourself, who can I add value to? How am I going to add value to them? And how does that fit into our long-term vision, right? our long-term picture? That is my teaching for this morning. You could read more about that in the uh, John Maxwell's 21 Laws. Uh, the last two laws are the law of explosive growth and the law of legacy, two of my favorite uh, from, from his uh, teachings. So I'm going to open up the queue or go ahead and hit, you know, star six if you want to hop in, ask a question, share about your experiences with the law of explosive growth, talk a little bit maybe how you are legacy building over this weekend with your family. I would love, love to hear from you. But I know you were going to share something. I know you just spent time. I don't know if you're still in Colorado, but um, would love to, love to hear. Okay. Sorry, bud. Excellent. All right. Well, again. Good morning, Tom. <clears throat> oh, there you are. Hey, sir. Yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. It it uh, went uh, muted, and you already had unmuted me. Yeah. But uh, I I really appreciate you bringing these ideas out about the twenty percent and how administrators can get tied down working on the weaknesses of some staff members and neglecting the rest of the school. Yeah. And working on the strengths and recognizing people as grade chairs, as people that you want to get out to get additional staff development, that you invite them to share at your staff meetings, when you're visiting classrooms and you see uh, something really catches your eye with their teaching style, uh, write them a note, ask them to share it at the next uh, staff meeting. Really builds a sense of professionalism and they know that they're appreciated and recognized. Um, 
all the opportunities that come up you that that shows that you are on top of things that you recognize quality and you tell that person specific praise what they did is so important to the culture of the school mm-hmm. and others will start doing the same thing when you give teachers opportunities also to observe other teachers and say, you know, I'd love to have some teachers come in and watch you teach. You're really, really on it with this particular unit or whatever. Okay. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's 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 so uh, critical. I remember when I did that critical uh, friends group and having those opportunities, you know, for teachers to get it, you know each other's classrooms and feel and be uh, treated like professionals and be recognized, uh, that's 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 what we all want, right? You know, we all want to you know. know that our that our hard work and our dedication to an organization is is you know being rewarded not not by dollars, by by praise, and 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 just recognition um, that that you know we're all in this you know team together and 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 you are a big part of why the organization is moving forward. And, you know, you're right. As school administrators, we definitely uh, can get bogged into that mindset. I know when I was a principal, I, all I wanted to do was, was get my get get my bottom, my bottom uh, you know, my, maybe my youngest teachers or my least experienced teachers or my ones that had, you know, the most amount of challenges up to, you know, uh, speed with my, you know, with my other leaders or just at least, you know, maybe, you know, increase them a little. And then, you know, you know, recognizing this, you know, I definitely gave my top 20% opportunities to grow, but I didn't spend a lot of time with them um, in a purposeful time, developing them and teaching them. Um, I was really fortunate that I think they came to me a lot, and that was great that they asked a lot of good questions that we learned together. But definitely, definitely something, especially for a larger school. You know, I was a, uh, I was a principal of a school that only had, uh, you know, 12, 12 or 15 staff. Um, so, so you know, to be in schools that have 60, you know, 60 staff members, you really have to be intentional with with growing your top your top people, uh, because otherwise you'll 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 never there's not enough time for you to reach everybody. You have to multiply it, uh, so it, you know, so it trickles down. So great great points there, but really really good opportunities for principals yeah, to like, learn from like, that. I'd like to add one other thing, which mm-hmm. I. Felt I never did enough of, and that's to write those little thank you notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, e- emails are are good, but a little handwritten thank you note about, well, I noticed this, or you know, I really appreciate your extra effort out in the hallway today when the kids were causing yeah. some difficulties. Whatever it is, just showing that you care and recognizing your leaders when they're disp- displaying leadership with a little note or some kind of recognition is yeah, something we, we can never do too much of. That's right. That's exactly right. Yep. So everybody go out, uh, make sure you buy yourself a uh, a box of thank you cards. It's just, it's not expensive and, you know, you know, have them or, you know, thank you notes. I still have probably half a dozen of ones that I had received from, you know, central office, um, you know, folks when I was in New Hanover County, I still have them. I've, you know, got them from my, Former bosses. Um, I've got a bunch of old post-it notes that I have from 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 a teacher colleague. Uh, they definitely, definitely, definitely go a long way. So definitely make take that time, take that opportunity to write those notes. Great job, but I can't wait 
to hear more about your Colorado trip. We won't we won't do that now, but I'll but I'll catch up with you soon if that's okay. That's great. All right, my you want to give I, me a call, or, or do you want me to call? Yeah, I will. I will call you. Um, I'll, okay. I'll probably maybe you know, uh, you know maybe later uh, this afternoon. I'm out here in Charlotte right now, so. Okay. But, all right, everybody. Well, that was our teaching for uh, today. We talked about explosive growth and legacy. We gave a really few great tips. Uh, Bud uh, Dingwall, our principal mentor, really, really talked about making sure you're leaving those uh, thank you notes. Um, really important to recognize those those top twenty uh, percent. It does not mean they're your content leaders. It means that they're your your, your individuals uh, that really really are more of a we mentality, not a me mentality. And that's that's critical to, for you to take the time to observe and think that through and make sure you're pouring and you're spending your 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 time uh, with the right individuals. So have a great rest of your Monday. Um, enjoy this week if you are on spring break. Um, and, and hopefully you are being purposeful with your family and present in all conversations. Take care and God bless everybody.